Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're going to talk about our favorite Nintendo Entertainment Systems games. Yes. NES games. We each had an NES at one point in our lives, had games for it, and loved the hell out of it. Yeah, probably a little too much because I think about all the time my childhood spent playing that i worship that machine i spent all the time playing it man hours and hours and hours of my childhood um, oh me too i i, I had the the sega was it the game gear or Gen- no sega genesis and i traded it to somebody for the nes really well the genesis came out later though that was a 16-bit system yeah yeah i did but like the games on the nes were yeah, I just didn't, you know, had a better selection of games as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the games had a good game selection. Even was it was an eight bit thing. Well, maybe it wasn't the Genesis. What was was the Sega? Was there Sega before the Genesis? I don't know about that. Oh, no, uh, no, all no. I remember is way back in the day we had a Atari twenty six hundred. Oh, I had that. That, yeah. that had a joystick and one button, um, and that was a big deal. But somehow it that went crashing down. And people thought, well, video games kind of died, right? So that's why they call it the Nintendo Entertainment System. They didn't want to call it video games because they wanted to wanted it to be more like, yeah, it's a it's an entertainment system. Um, and it came out in the U.S. in 1985, and that the thing was amazing. That thing was so amazing. I played yeah. I played NES so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I didn't get it until much later, though, because, you know, like I said, I was a poor kid. Yeah, we were poor kids. And, <laughs> and but so I, I remember all the other kids had one before me. And yeah, I eventually but we managed talked to about one. it before you go to your local local um, because back then, even before Blockbuster, before Blockbuster Hollywood was big, you'd have locally owned, independently owned video stores. Yep. And we could go there, rent the whole system and a bunch of games. Um, for the weekend, right? That was the thing to do as a kid. Like so-and-so is going to spend the night and we're going to, you know, we want mom, can we, you know, rent the game system? We're going to go rent some games at Bobby's video store down the street. And, and we're going to get some pizza hut or Domino's depending on what camp you're in. Right. Yep. And you're going to eat pizza. You're going to play NES all night long until you fall asleep at the, at the console. And that's exactly what we did. Literally those exact things. Ours was Domino's. And uh, we would play it all night long. <laughs> yep. All night. It's probably, that's not a healthy lifestyle at all. Like I, I get on my son now for it, maybe too much phone time or whatever. And I'm kind of on him. But then I think back, I'm like, wow, I, I was actually way worse than you, dude. <laughs> I used to like 48 hours straight of Domino's, Pepsi and Nintendo Entertainment System games until I fall asleep because I... I I fall asleep at the television with the with a with the controller in my hand because <laughs> that yeah, is not a healthy lifestyle. But I think that's why I'm trying to promote a better lifestyle for him because I know that wasn't healthy for me. I took probably took the decade off my life for sure. <laughs> when I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, "Oh damn you, Nintendo! I could have had ten more years." Uh, <laughs> but it was still worth it it was still worth it you are my drug of choice nintendo i love you yeah. 
okay. What? Uh, let's go into this then. So we've each got four games. I have a feeling we'll probably have some duplicates. So Could be, but you what, might be surprised. We might be. So what's your what's your first one? So I, I'm going to get rid to get this one out there because it'll be no surprise because I've talked about it before. Mike Tyson's punch out. Yep, um, you picked that one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it came out in 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 1987. Later in 1990, it just became punch out. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Why did? Yeah, because some, Mike some Tyson licensed to use his 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 name and his presence ran out. So now later it just became punch out. But when it came out in 1987, it was Mike Tyson's punch out. Cause Mike Tyson was huge. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go through each level of these boxers, your little Mac, right. You're this little 17 year old little guy and you, and you're training with your guy and you got to go through the levels and you got to beat each character and you got to figure out their moves and you got to, you know, dodge and punch and do the things just right. Otherwise they beat you up. Um, and, and it, each fighter would get harder until you get to Mike Tyson, who didn't have a, he didn't have any seemingly any kind of, you know, pattern or anything. So he beat the shit out of me all the time, but I finally got him, but that was just fun. Cause you're really trying to work your way up. There's a lot of, pr- one thing a lot of these NES games did teach you is persistence, practice and persistence. That, that was a huge thing with these games. You, you, you basically, if you got to practice and you got to persist or you just got to give up and that's, <laughs> that's kind of like real life. And I think yeah, I mentioned right? that before when we talked about Mike Tyson's punch out is I eventually just gave up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you gave up, Mike but Tyson, I you win. Up, man. I don't want to play this I, game anymore. <laughs> I had a point to prove and I finally got him and it was a big deal. Um, it was a big deal in my life. Finally getting Mike Tyson. Um, but yeah, it has all these characters. You start with glass Joe who's French. Cause he's kind of a weenie I know, totally. and it goes up and, and they're all from these, like these uh, they different be countries. French. <laughs> <laughs> so 80s stereotype. Yeah. yeah. But it goes up and, and, and you, you, you work your way up through these, they're, they're different fighters with their different techniques and their different strategies. You got to work against them. And, in that way, it's kind of like real boxing too, because you feel like you're training, because you've got to keep trying, you got to get the pattern, keep trying at it, and get your NES magazine. And oh man, Soda Popinski's kicking my ass. Like, how do I, like, maybe this NES magazine will show me what his pattern is, right? You're really trying to figure it out. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It's a false sense of accomplishment, I suppose, but still, I, I, I beat Mike Tyson. So I, I love that game. Right. I thought it was a great game. Yeah, I think it's totally valid response. Insanity. That's the one word I would use to describe the mixtape podcast. Yes, they talk about the 80s and 90s. Sort of. And yes, they feature interviews from time to time. And yes, they can be funny. But really, the best word to describe this show? Insanity. Well, that and... Awesome. Find the Mixtape Podcast on Spotify or anywhere you download podcasts. Or by heading over to www.themixtapepod.com. So this one I'm going to assume is on your list, but I'm going to say it anyways because it's on mine. And that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because uh, I know you're a TMNT fan 
but this this is probably of all of the NES games, this one is probably the one. Well, it might not be, but probably second one played most by me. It, it, but it was fun because it had like it, it was a side scroller, right, for the majority of the gameplay. But then you had those little in between bits where you kind of moved forward and down so it was actually an overview for those bits as well and so you could play each of the Mm -hmm. turtles they each had their own different weapons um it was just so freaking much fun to play that game you're jumping you're throwing the weapons you get the like uh stuff uh came out in 1989 uh so it was yeah it was it was it was probably one of the best games for nes in my opinion yeah, it, it was a good game. That's for sure. But I knew you'd pick that. So you didn't pick it? No, because I think there's something one up. I think there's something that one upped it. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm, so I'm going to go. I, I love that game. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's a game that came out to rival that, specifically to rival that game. Okay. And that's, that, that game is called Battletoads. Battletoads. Battletoads, don't you remember Battletoads? Came I out in 1991. I apparently did not. Uh, 1991, you said? Yeah, Battletoads. And and so, and it was, this game was freaking hard, dude. Like, it's no- notorious for being a really difficult game. But here's the cool thing about it is, so you, you got these three toads, and they're named after skin conditions like rash and pimple and zits. <laughs> and they got to go fight this dark queen, right? So a lot of it's the the side scroller and it's really cool, like beat them up and and they even get like the big fist and you knock out your enemies and it had that side scroller thing. But it also had different perspectives, like they had kind of this car chase, you know, fast side scroller thing. They even had this level where you're actually looking through like kind of a scope. So it's more like a how, how do you call these days with the the first person oh, shooter like the first person shooter yeah. they even had some levels where it was like that so they had different kind levels with different kinds of perspectives um and i think although i love the ninja turtles game i think this one came out to to rival it and rival it and i think it did a good job of that um so the, this one this one was a lot of fun it's not, it's notorious for being difficult so a lot of people didn't like it because this 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 mofo was hard, bro. But it it is great gameplay. I never played it. I you never played you were, it. No, oh, as you were good. as you were talking there, I looked it up on YouTube uh, gameplay of it, and I have never played this. Well, it, it was pretty cool. I mean, they came out with a cartoon, and the cartoon was stupid, and it only lasted like like a season at most. But the game the gameplay for this was amazing. Um, it looks and pretty I, good. I think that's why I picked it because even though I like the Ninja Turtles and it's definitely worthy of being on this list, I think this came out to rival that and did just a little bit better. Okay. You're going with Battletoads. Well, how about this one then? Super Mario Brothers. Everyone oh, yeah. who had a freaking Nintendo NES had Super Mario Brothers and yeah. played it. This one, I probably played more than any other NES game. You could play Mario, you could play Luigi, like, uh, you know, it was just, it, the, the thing about it too, is that it was very simple. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but also kind of challenging enough to where like, mm-hmm. you would keep going back and keep playing and, and uh, you know, you'd 
play against other people and see who could get the highest score and that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, you know, Mario is out to rescue the princess. And on this one, I did eventually rescue her. Unlike Ooh. Mike Tyson's punch out where I did not uh, beat Mike Tyson on super Mario. I did beat the final bad guy. Yeah. Super Mario is classic. Mm-hmm. It, if I remember correctly, when you bought an NES, this game would come with it. Yeah. So but by default, like this is always your, the first game you play because yeah. it comes with the Nintendo Entertainment System. And it's a good game to start with. If you want to start playing NES, this is the perfect game because it's not really complicated or anything, but it is challenging and it's loads of fun. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just loads of fun. It's not too super serious. You know, he grows, he shrinks, he jumps on the turtles and does all this other stuff that, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's, you, I like you can play it on those turtles. Any, yeah, exactly. You and then, and then you use age. those turtles like against his compatriots because you mm-hmm. kick the shell, you stomp, you stomp on a turtle, he goes in his shell and then you kick it and then. Mm-hmm. And then he he knocks the shell knocks out his buddies and you're like yeah take that <laughs> yep yep the shell like that? It bounces Who's off something right back at you and hits you and you're like damn it stupid shell but like you'd always try to like get the you know the long long jumps and and yeah. and stuff and yeah it was I mean yeah come on it's Super Mario Brothers I mean it is Mario and NES go together 100 percent I mean you can't think of one without the other. No, that's their flagship character. Mm-hmm. And it's that that game spawns so much, so much more. Oh yeah. Mario Kart was a fun one that I played. I don't I didn't oh, have yeah. that. I don't that didn't come out. Was that on NES or was I that? I think the, that was on Super Nintendo. I think so too. I think that was Super Nintendo. Uh but Mario Kart was a lot of fun on Super Nintendo. And I had that. I didn't have it. I knew a guy who had it. <laughs> Broke yeah. ass. Yeah, exactly. So I'd go over to his house and played it. Yeah. Well, that that's a good one. I I have an interesting one, and I want to see. I want to hear if you've ever heard of this. Do you remember Maniac Mansion? No, I don't think so. Maniac so this was a strange dude. You've game. got some obscure ones. I, I know, but I I I I just they are weird. This actually was developed by Lucasfilm Games. Ooh, and it was developed for the. PC, so like Commodore 64 and the Apple II or the IBM or the Amiga, those kind of systems. But later in, in 87, um, well, that, 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 they came out on those computers in 87, but then in 88, they, they came out with the Nintendo Entertainment System version. And I remember this, um, I remember this game because it was, it was strange. It was kind of a weird game and it was a point and click kind of thing. And it was really kind of a trope on the B horror movie thing. And you're going through and you're kind of pointing and clicking your responses and, and you're trying to find your girlfriend in this <laughs> maniac mansion. And, and there's a maniac in there. And I guess uh, they had to tone down a lot of the language because Nintendo was like, Hey, we're kind of family friendly. So you can't say shithead and things like that. And they had to tone down language. But, but I, I remember this game because it, I, I I, I don't remember the details of it, but I remember playing this a lot because it was you go through these different rooms and you talk to people and you have these responses and and all this wackiness in this in this kind of B movie mansion. And I always thought it was just kind of this really interesting game, very different from it, anything else that I had ever played. 
And I think it did well on the, you know, it translated well, even though it was a PC game to the NES, because I didn't have a PC. Dude, it's um, like when you're clicking, because I'm watching some gameplay now and I see it. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're clicking. So did the gameplay change based upon like what you select? You know, was it one of yeah, those kind I of games? So. Where, like, and then you could go to different rooms and you and depending on what you say and what you do, the gameplay would change. Kind of like a choose your own adventure type of deal almost, I think. Cool. That's what it looks like here. Yeah. And so you're really kind of just going through this maniac mansion and doing this thing. And it's not like hardcore arcadey. It's very chill. Like it, it's not going to require a lot of reaction time or fast thumbs on your part. But I remember this game and I remember how interesting it was. So I'm going to put this one on my list. Um, and I think if you haven't heard of it and, and if listeners haven't heard of it, go go check it out because, you know, it's this very B horror movie trope kind of movie and a, or, or game based on those movies. And it's a, I think it's a lot of fun. And I think there's a whole interesting backstory behind this game um, okay. that maybe we could explore someday. Yeah, I'll have to look that yeah. one up. Uh, my next one's going to be Double Dragon. I was first introduced to Double Dragon in the arcade. So I had a paper route and would go and collect money on my paper route. And then me and a friend of mine would instantly go to the arcade and spend all the money that I made on my paper route playing double dragon so when it came, when we got when i got it for my nintendo then of course would just sit there and play it on the, the nintendo gameplay wasn't as good as the arcade version mm-hmm. none of them were because it didn't have the same kind of power that the arcades had yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly so it wasn't as fun but the fact that it was still actually on the nintendo so i wasn't spending con- quarter after you, quarter after quarter you spending it. all your money oh my, from the oh paper my. out on it that's oh totally that's worth a little bit of a dip in quality <laughs> yeah i even remember once i was supposed to buy new shoes and so my mom gave me money to go buy new shoes and i went and bought like the cheapest shoes i could find just so i could go then to the arcade <laughs> and spend the extra money that i saved from not buying nicer tennis shoes you know trainers uh, on double dragon <laughs> like, addiction oh totally was man. addiction <laughs> that, that, i yeah i could have you know i should put that in the bank i could have saved it i could have done i could have had nicer shoes <laughs> when yep. been picked on by the other kids kids at school for wearing my lame shoes but <laughs> uh yeah loved double dragon and so when it was on the nes play bought it and uh, played it at a time and they had another one too double dragon 2 which was a sequel mm-hmm. and it, I, I, if i remember correctly the first one didn't have a two-player option and the second one did. So you can both play at the same time. If I remember correct, or you now was that how that worked? I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I played it. But there was I remember, something. I don't know whether it was one or two, but I remember you could play with your pup with your buddy. Yeah. And it would have two, to have been one because that was the whole point of one of the things that made this game well, fun. So it wasn't like dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Not single player dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That must have been it then. So I must be thinking of something else. But because like there was the other one where it was just your straight up, you're battling each other one. And 
Um, yeah, those are the fighter fighting against each other ones. Yeah, exactly. This is you fight, you go down the you street, go against you fight the bad, bad guys. guys. Exactly. So you're teaming up and you're able to move like up and down and left. You're able to move all over the screen when yeah, you're yeah. fighting them. You as jump well. up into the buildings. Yeah. So you're not just dependent upon that 2D version. You know, you can jump around a little bit and that made it a lot more fun. And the fact that you were able to actually fight with your buddy against the bad guys versus competing against each other or fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, that made this a lot of fun. And the special moves weren't super copy-clated. Like some of those games you had like press this button, this button, hold these two at the same time, jump on the top of your head and twirl around in order to get a special move. The mm-hmm. Double Dragon didn't have a lot of like overly complicated special moves. It just had a few kind of cool special moves. Yeah. And you felt like you were kind of a badass, right? Because you and your buddy are going down the street and you got all these punks. Like this whole town is full of punks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause of trouble. And you're, you and know, you're like, you know, man, we're here now. Street thugs. Guess, the good who, guys. guess who's in town? <laughs> Double dragon boys. What up? Uh, my last one. You might remember this one. It's kind of underrated, but a lot of fun. It's called, it, it's a very simple title just called pro wrestling. I do remember that one uh pro wrestling yeah that one came out in 1980 87 and you this was a you could do one player and play against the cpu but what what was really fun about it is you could also do two players right Mm -hmm. so you had you know your different wrestlers from again different countries you had like maybe six of them or so couldn't you also tag team on this as well uh yeah maybe i don't remember that I remember there was a game where you could tag, you know, like, so you were two, it might've been a different or a later version or a different game, but I do remember our wrestling one where you could like tag team as well. Yeah. And, but this one, depending on like when you got to your opponent and what buttons you pushed and when you did things, you could do these different wrestling moves like pile drivers. Mm -hmm. You do like these WWF style, like wrestling things. And it was it was pretty good, and and it was a lot of fun because you play against your buddy or whatever, and you'd be like trying to kick his ass, and he'd be like a wrestling match, like Hulk Hogan kind of stuff, right? Oh, of course, I mean, everybody the, the wanted char- to be Hulk Hogan because he was like the coolest then. Dude. Yeah, but none of these characters were there. There was all these ambiguous characters like Starman <laughs> and King Slender and Kincorn Karn. So whatever. it didn't actually have Hulk Hogan on it. No, no, it didn't have any of those guys. It was uh, okay. like that, but it didn't have any of, it wasn't licensed to have any of that. Uh, so all of these, uh, you know, it had about like six wrestlers that you made to- completely fictional, right? Mm-hmm. But the gameplay was really good. And, and it actually got um, an award for best sports game. Oh. Uh, it got, it, it was named the best sports game of 1988. Because uh, it offered realistic graphics, nonstop action, and realistic realistic wrestling moves. So I'm uh, watching gameplay right now. Yeah, that's realistic <laughs> wrestling. Well, moves. back then it was. <laughs> I know, totally. <laughs> you watch it now and you're like, what? There's but it's a- fun because you could do the different wrestling moves, and it was even more fun if you're doing two player. And I beat the crap out of my brother and he'd, he'd be all ticked <laughs> off. And I'd be like, well, because he was always got that little brother jealousy thing, even to this day. And because I'd always beat his ass in this game. And I'm like, my buddy Chad's coming out. Get out of here. I, I need some real. I need a real match. <laughs> but yeah, this you you kind of like wrestle around. You go try to grab each other and do little punches and do these kind of like 
wrestling moves. It was a, it was loads of fun. This was loads of fun. And, and I, I just, I forgot all about it until, until like we did this. And I was like, wait a minute. I have a lot of fun playing this game. <laughs> it was a good game. It was just called pro wrestling. <laughs> no tie-ins. Yeah. No tie-in. No, no, no famous people. It's all just some weird characters, but it's loads of fun. All right. I, I want to play it again. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fun. It looked like it'd be fun then. I don't know how fun it'd be now, but it was de- I'm sure it definitely. And I do remember it. Uh, so yeah, I'm watching again, watch the, just watch the gameplay. Okay. My last one is a duck hunt sold <laughs> 28 million copies worldwide came out in 1985 one summer after I got my Nintendo and uh, got duck hunt. I went to, we went, we always, we usually would spend our summers with our grandparents And the summer after I got this game, we went to our grandparents and I spent pretty much that entire summer in my grandparents' house in front of the TV playing Duck Hunt and other video games on the NES. And and they're like, you know, it's summer. You're supposed to be out having fun and doing things. And they're like, you need to leave the house. And I'm like, no, I'm having fun. I play my video. I'm duck hunting. Look at that blue sky. Look at it. Get the duck hunt. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing about this was cool is how like, because it was just amazing how you could point the gun at a regular and it knew where you were shooting. Like, how is that possible? It's just phenomenal. That's how that works. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Makes no sense that you had the you know the dog and that would run and fetch the bird and bring it back and uh, or he'd laugh at your ass or, when yes, you missed when you didn't get it. Remember he'd, that he'd, he'd get up, up like, on the screen and be like <laughs> you suck. Yeah, his head would bounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck guy. you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. How like the somehow the TV. I don't even know how it works now. Like. Somehow the TV and the light sensor in the in the gun knew where you were pointing at the TV or whatnot. And then the whole the sound effect. Yeah, it had the sound effect. And yeah, it was it was it, it was remarkably accurate, is the thing. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah. Even and on like kind of shitty TVs, like a grandma's TV, it still worked. Yep. And I remember like we'd have to have rule like how close you could be to the TV because if somebody gets closer to the TV, of course, then it's still more accurate. And they're, you know, they're yeah, the higher cheaters. score and you're like, and be like, yeah, you can't cheat. We got to like sit this far away from the you TV. Set a rule, man. You beat me because I saw you lean forward. You were closer yeah, to the TV. Yeah, I saw TV. you lean forward. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> that dog should be laughing at you. Stupid dog. <laughs> Yeah, Duck Hunt's a good choice. Yeah, I think that also came with the NES. If you got the package that came with that with the light gun, yeah, there were multiple packages. Duck Hunt didn't come yeah. with all of. Yeah, there was the cheaper version, and then there was the with the gun Duck Hunt version. And then there was a version that would come with all that plus some kind of robot. Do you remember that robot? A robot? No, I don't remember. It a would robot. come with the NES. Came like one of the like the like the big package. It came with a robot. Cool. I don't think the robot lasted very long because nobody knew what the robot really did. But this was kind of their thing where they call it it's an it's an entertainment system, right? It comes with all these peripherals and all these different things. And one of them was a robot. Rob the robot. Yeah, don't, you don't remember him? I don't remember him because we never we I never had him. I don't know what he did. Yeah, this but looks... I remember the commercials where it's like, oh, now you're playing with power, Nintendo power. 
and it would have the kids playing and, and that robot was there. I'm like, well, what's that robot do? I'll, I'll probably never know. Cause I'm a poor kid, but turns out, I don't think the robot really did much of anything because nobody that I knew had it. Timothy didn't even have it. If Timothy doesn't have it. That's pretty worthless. Uh, according to this YouTube video that I'm watching, Rob, the robot turns around, he picks up a thing and then he turns and puts that disc on. And it's not like a play disc or anything. It's just like, it's like a plastic disc thing <laughs> I don't know that he does, man. <laughs> places on the other side. Yeah. This doesn't seem to actually do anything other than just move this disc thing back and forth and yeah. then makes it spin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This it is, looks cool though, but I don't think cool. it does anything. It does not. According to this video. <laughs> So, yeah, so I don't think I don't I don't know anybody who had this robot. I don't think he lasted long, but that light gun was the bomb. And aside, Duck Hunt was the basic one, but they had other light light gun games. They did. Yeah. Like the Western one where you're kind of like a carnival shooting and whatever they had. They had other shooter games that were pretty fun. Um, Yeah, I think I might have rented some of the other ones. Yeah, because I definitely did not have more than just Duck Hunt. No. No, <laughs> but might probably rent some of the other ones. All right, 80s and 90s Uncensored listeners, that's our four favorite NES games from back in the day. If you want to let us know what your favorite NES game is, reach out to us on Twitter and shoot us a message with your fave on the 80s and 90s com which is our twitter feed you can find us also on the web at the 80s and 90s.com and on youtube at the 80s and 90s overlooked and with that we will say we are out of here like the dog from duck hunt over the bush and through the woods only to return with a dead animal in our mouths goodbye i was gonna say out of, out of here, like the dog from Dunk Hunt, after I shoot it in its face because it laughed at me. But yeah. then I figured that might be too violent for our show. So I didn't say that. No, I, he used to tick me <laughs> off. You know, there's some memes on the internet. If you go look them up and there's like one of them is funny. It's like this trophy, like this wildlife trophy kind of thing you put on your wall. Mm-hmm. And the trophy is of that dog's head and by it are like two of the light guns. <laughs> And then below it, it's like, who's laughing now, motherfucker? (laughs) That's good. I like it. I want that. (laughs) Yeah.